Hello, and welcome to Alter to the Muse, episode 14. I'm Josh. And I'm Angie. And this episode is called The Opposite of Stress. I was doing some research um, for some writing I'm doing on creativity, and I came across this study, and I decided to print it off, and I was like, we need to read this study. <laughs> we should talk about it. The So the study is called The Opposite of Stress, The Relationship Between Vagal Tone, Creativity, and Divergent Thinking. And there's a whole bunch of authors and uh, contributors to this. We're just going to put a link uh, to this study in the show notes so that you get all of the specifics. Um, it looks like it came out of a university in Germany and in Switzerland. Um, but it's from 2020, so it's it's pretty recent in terms of when this uh, episode is coming out. And what it's talking about is that, I mean, if we're going to put it into an essence, is that creative people or people who engage in creative activities regularly are have an easier time relaxing. Yeah, so we'll kind of talk a little bit about what the study was. Um, basically, they took um, 60-ish females and they put them through kind of um, a basic sort of pre-relaxation thing. Some of them got like a shoulder rub. Some of them got like a, a head and neck kind of massage and others got guided relaxation. And, um, and then they took a, a, a test that uh, measured their ability to engage in divergent and creative thinking and they were measured like um, they had various meters they on measured them. their heart rate and like yeah. the other like basic measurements of your body to determine how deeply relaxed right you you were um, you know there's the the how you're feeling beforehand how you're feeling during how you're feeling after like there's all of those kinds of things and what the study, seem to seem to suggest is that people who that that being creative could give you a higher capacity to be able to relax right. there was a direct correlation between your creativity and your ability to relax and there's a, a word here called uh, that they talk about vagal tone right and so the vagus is um, and we you know, I've heard the word a number of times in my studies, especially through yoga, but I wanted to get the pronunciation right. We found a few different pronunciations online. So for those of you who are professionals in the medical world, we apologize if the pronunciation is a little off, but the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in the body, and it's directly associated with your ability to rest and relax. It's when the, the vagal nerve is, um, uh, is stressed or or hypertoned, then uh, then there are are more health risks for you, right? So when you have a relaxed vagal nerve, then you you have better like immune system response. Um, you know your heart rate and the health of your heart usually is related to that. So the the health of your vagal nerve and the vagus and practices that help relax that in the body. Are, are essential to, to, to the wellness 
that you experience. And, and something like, so I read recently or, or I was listening to, you know, when some people, some of us get anxiety when we fly, you know, like I know the turbulence is like whenever we hit turbulence, I think most people get a little nervous, get a little nervous, <laughs> like, uh Oh, and one thing I'd heard of is like, you can take a pillow or something hard and, and hold it against your belly, especially right around the navel your belly button and push because that helps to release the vagal nerve. And something we do in yoga to help relax is we lie our bellies uh, on the, we lie down on our bellies. We lie prone with a ball or soft ball or a rolled up blanket that's kind of soft so that it puts a little bit of pressure on the navel. And we do that because it helps to release uh, the vagal nerve. Mm. Um, and so these are things that we're trying to do because when this is more relaxed in the body, uh, we have, we have improved health. Yeah. Um, so if there is a correlation between creative thinking, divergent thinking, creativity, and your vagal tone, like the, the, the ability to relax, the ability to de-stress, then um, the, if people who are um, have a have a higher creative potential have a greater ability to relax, then that um, is yet another sort of argument for why we should engage in more creative activities in our lives. We already know that um, engaging in things like singing in a chorus or, or painting or drawing or some kind of um, creative endeavor already helps reduce depression and anxiety and um, gives us an overall feeling of well-being. And so if, if this study is, is accurate, and and um, and I, there's no reason that I can see to suggest that it wouldn't be, is that um, is that it's just yet another another reason to pursue those things. Right. Yeah. So a little stress is okay, right? Like this is something that we know like when when we have a little bit of stress like we have a deadline coming up or we have uh some uh oh. i don't know like an assignment and your that you put on yourself or or you're about to go on stage and right your, and your stomach is getting all like oh my gosh you got the butterflies you're that's a stress situation right yeah mm -hmm. but the but a little bit of stress can actually help Yes, creativity. That's actually in the study too. It says that specifically a little bit of stress actually helps your creative, creative thinking, your divergent thinking, which I know we've talked about divergent thinking previously on the we podcast, did. but again, it's just your ability to solve problems with solutions that are outside the box. So like you're right. thinking of new and unique ways to solve a, a problem, whereas covergent thinking yes. is kind of solving the problem the same way. It's like using a formula. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with convergent thinking. In fact... It's helpful. You, I, I'm going to tell you right now, if I've got to fix a flat tire, <laughs> th there's not a lot of ways I want to do it different than the way you're supposed to. But if you're missing something to fix the flat tire and you have to think outside of that formula, that's, right. that's where divergent thinking comes in. Yes. Right? you got to think, well, I always fix it this way. 
Now I can't fix it that way. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? That's yeah. divergent thinking. It's thinking of a new way to do something. Yeah. I, I'm out of armor all and I need to wax the car. Right. What could I use? Right? Right. You know, I don't have a hammer, but I need to hammer, push this thing in. What do <laughs> what I, I, you mean? know, like yeah. these are, yeah. these are, you have to think of ways that aren't you, that are not the typical way that you solve a problem. Yeah. Um, so, again, a little bit of stress, like the stage fright, like a deadline. Opening night for the play. Right, exactly. You, you got to hang your show, and now... Yeah, the, the deadline for the show's coming up, or you're going to submit to a juried exhibition. There's a little bit of stress in that. Yeah, you, or, or, or you're... Or you're submitting a book, you know? <laughs> exactly. Or trying to enter a poetry contest, or cooking, you know, those kind of things have an element of stress to them. A little bit is okay, um, but too much too much stress starts to shut you down. It shuts off creativity again. There's always a sweet spot we're looking for. Yeah, and um, and so what, what can happen is having that, you have that little bit of stress, you start, your, you start the show, and then actually you start to relax because yes. now you're in this moment and you actually, you're not nervous anymore and you're not, and you become serene mm -hmm. absolutely yeah i can think of that uh, you know i've been on stage a few times and that definitely is the case or when we've done kirtan yeah or even just teaching a class like i can get that way before teaching like even just as basic as a yoga class there's a little bit of like oh i gotta do this thing and i gotta get up and i gotta go do and it's it's a little bit of stress in that but once you're in it you're right it like totally falls away yeah, there's like a flow state that you enter and it and you you can just relax. And that's a it's something that um that I talk about with my with my students when they're they're having a, a challenge in a in a piece that they're playing. One of the things I, I have them do is when they, you know, slow down everything so that first they can play everything pretty correctly. But I I like to have them just kind of check in with their body and shoulder check, take some deep breaths. When they're coming into those moments of where, where, wow, this was so hard to be really conscious about how you might be holding tension in your body and turning that tension, that moment that was stressful, that was like, oh, I got to make it through this hard part to turn it into, oh, I got to make it through this hard part. Oh, this isn't so hard anymore. And then you just really relaxed mm -hmm. and that that ability to to turn that while you're practicing to know that this this is going to be the challenge to know that you've got this tool to to work through it can really be can really be helpful so that when you're in that compounded stress I'm now playing this in front of an audience I'm now playing this you know for my for the jury I'm now playing this you know, in a, in a competitive situation, you are no, you're, that moment is something that you're actually breathing into. Yeah. I find that, I find that to be the case too. Like, I, and like, I don't stress out over applying to something new. I feel like I relax into it. You know, I'm like, well, it could have, could be great. I could get the thing. Maybe I won't. It's okay. I'm not going to stress over it. I'm just going to follow the steps, do it, and and keep rolling, keep flowing, right? So yeah, I totally hear 
what you're saying. Yeah, and that 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 the actually the act of doing things that are creative create a state in your body that's the opposite of stress. Right. That's yes, yeah, so and that's what this this study is really pointing yeah. at. And I think that's really fascinating. You know, I think that that relaxive effect of creativity builds over time. Like the more you do it. And I think you do need to ease into it. And personality, mm -hmm. there's a lot of factors that play into whether you're a creative person and, and you feel stressed. I don't think we want to oversimplify that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but what the study is saying is that on the whole, they did find a correlation between people who engaged in creativity or were able to use divergent thinking and their ability to relax. Yes. The, they, they, were, they were able to reach a deeper state of relaxation. Yes. Yeah, when in certain environments, right? When they had the opportunity to have a nice massage or yeah. do some guided relaxation or whatever the various <laughs> procedures they use, those people went deeper. Yeah, and I and I'm totally like I was a little jealous. I'm like oh, I kind of wanted to be in that study. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have qualified. They would have had to get you know I wouldn't have worked. It looks like they only worked with women. So. They were only worked with women. Um, <laughs> I, they had to speak German. There were a whole lot of things that I would, would have had technical difficulties. They, they, I would have been out right from the beginning. I would have, <laughs> I, you know, I would have been like the. We'll 60, have to perform our own study. That's right. We'll have to, have to see. What are you pointing at? That was a parachuter outside our window. Oh yeah. See, that would totally stress me out. So everyone who's <laughs> everyone who's who just got we just totally got distracted. There's we live right here on the the side of uh, Mount Cascadetic, Mount Escutney. And uh, there are people who who parasail, parasail, yep, um, off of the mountain. And on a day like today, which is like there's no wind and it was cloudless, it's absolutely gorgeous day to do that. And it would scare the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. And anyway, they're floating He's by floating our house. floating above our window. Yours. Where yeah, we can. That see. would totally stress me out. I would be like, I'm gonna <laughs> land on their roof. Um, you know, and if that were to happen, I suppose we'd figure it out but um but yeah i i think for maybe maybe that person this is a really relaxing well that thing. could be their creative expression as far as yeah I know. yeah and and that's just it it's like there's no one way mm -hmm. but where you find it it that you're in that moment you're in that there's a there's a serenity well that's it. why there's a craving for it i think there's a you know when you start doing creative engagement creative practice whatever it is you do like I know that you like going to your guitar. You like playing your music. Like there's kind of like you need to do it to feel like yeah. every the world is okay. Like I get the same way with getting into my studio. I made, I made paper the other week and it was such a lovely experience. Mm. Um and it'd been a little while since I made a batch and and I felt I know I've said frequently that when I'm engaging in my art making I relax. I say I say that it's like meditation because I'm a mindfulness practitioner. I do yoga, meditation. Like I understand the two practices, and when I'm making art, it's very similar to meditating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I describe especially when I'm playing instrumental classical, not necessarily classical guitar music, but you know, playing my nylon string guitar and playing in an instrumental fashion. Um, that that to me is extremely meditating. Well, you know what happens when you're doing these things? The thinking mind yeah. shifts a little to the background. And it doesn't mean you're not thinking, right. you're not making choices and decisions, 
what's shutting down is the judgmental mm -hmm. questioning mm -hmm. like the story playing that <laughs> happens it's not to say you don't ever go oh well that was shit why did i make that right like right. that, that you just played that note What's that comes in but you? let me tell you what it like really takes a backseat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely it does. It takes a major backseat. And it's I think that must have something to do with that would be my guess, right? Like that there's something that happens in the creative act that changes the way the brain is mm. is processing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a um I actually just wrote about this that there's there's this kind of thing in the guitar world and it's probably true in other worlds of musicians too where they talk about playing you know, sort of by feel versus by formula, you know, that there's a kind of a set way to play kind of things. And I, I don't want to play that way. I want to play by feel. And I, I'm of the opinion that if you have spent the time to really teach your hands how to be technical, you know, and that the technical moves become muscle memory, then that's really, you are playing by feel because you're not thinking about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's not conscious. I mean, I sit down and I play a piece that I've been playing for a really long time and I take a break from it and then I come back to it. My hands remember what to do. Right, it's muscle memory. Yeah. You know, I- That's a muscle memory. And, and it takes a little bit to get that entrained in your body. But once you do, you have to think less. Yeah. You, you, your mind can kind of process other things. Yeah, and- <clears throat> um, I was thinking about this maybe a little bit ago, and then the parachuter um, kind of distracted us. <laughs> they're really us. rainbow butterfly kind they of. They really are. It's, they're gorgeous. Parachutes. Um, they're really distracting me. <laughs> the um, the uh, um, that I was thinking about how you know you were saying that I you know I, I like to go to my guitar, and that's because for me that's the way I process the world. Like there's that's like that's my therapy. That's my that's my, um, you know, that's the way that I, I, I make, I, I make sense of things. And, um, and so sometimes, you know, the, in general, um, I'm a fairly happy guy. I tend to laugh a lot and, um, and I'm not, uh, tend, I don't tend to be melancholy, but my music can often be a little bit melancholy. Um, and that's, I think, because I put all of my melancholy into my hands. Mm -hmm. And I process it through the guitar, and yeah. and then I'm not. I don't have it. Yeah, and in it's the interesting because we often associate artists, maybe musicians too, as like the tortured artists. Yes, like they're tortured, and and I just think that we we think everybody's Vincent Van Gogh or something, and who knows what he was like really? Because nobody alive today knows him personally. So. Right. We just have these ideas about what it means, and I don't think it's true. And I think that's a narrative that is not helpful. Yeah. Um, I think that 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 creative engagement, creative practices, help us to process what goes on in our lives, what goes on in the world. Like we are coming out of this pandemic. I'm, you know, thinking hopefully here. Yeah, it's that, positive. And people, and there was a major uptick. I was looking at this. I the figure was up like 240% increase in the sales of art supplies. Yeah, and I don't think that was just because parents were trying to figure out what to do with their kids. Yeah, like I, people are home and they're like, what do I do? And yeah. the world sucks. And I'm going to learn to paint. And they're starting. Gonna color. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I know people bought guitars, people you know, wanted to, you know, wanted to learn to play. People were writing songs. People were doing 
all kinds of things because this is how we are hardwired. Yeah, uh, ex- absolutely. I mean, that of course this is my fundamental belief. Yeah. That as human beings and really just because we exist as sentient beings mm-hmm. that we are innately creative. Yeah. It is our birthright, you know, when you think of your ancestors, like you think of your Neolithic ancestors yeah. thousands of years ago, like they're using divergent thinking every moment of the day. Yeah. How do I do this? How do I carry water? How do I <laughs> store food? How do you know? Why do yeah. I need to build a shelter? What's around me? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> How, yeah. Look up there, and there's this constellation of stars. And what does that mean? What does that mean? And I mean, the very first, I mean, the first astronomy. First astrology, yeah. The first mathematics, the first music, the first art, anything. All of I, all of that, the arts and music came first, absolutely. And then all of that other stuff came after it, absolutely. Um, because we we're just trying to make sense of our, our world. Creativity is hardwired yes. into us being human. Now the thing is, is that we get lazy. Yeah, we do. We fall into convergent thinking, yes. right? Like, well, this is just how we do it, and I'm just going to do it that way because that's how it's done. Right. And and we got it pretty easy these days. Like, houses are built for us. You can order them or buy one already done. Or you can, you know, move into an apartment if, you know. What, what do you want for dinner? I mean, if depending on where you live, you could have 30 places delivered right. to your door well, in 15 minutes. Not where minutes. we live. But. No, well, right. It's not why I said depending. <laughs> but, you know. but absolutely, like, you don't have to make... Like, you don't have to decide what to make for dinner every yeah, night. Yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot of things we don't have to decide or figure out, and they're yeah. figured out for us. Or even your job. Like, you could have, like, a pretty uh, steady job that is, like, I'm just plugging away figures at a computer every day, you know, or yeah. it feels kind of cookie cutter, you know? And, and, yeah. and you go to the grocery store, like... You don't have to think too much. Here's this aisle. Put this in the cart. Like, right. I mean, it, you might have a couple of different choices of garbanzo beans, but you know the. <laughs> but that's different than being stuck in the woods and being like, I gotta eat. Yeah, you know? what, how do I? How do I catch this? Right. You know, it can, is this safe to eat? Exactly. How do I discover that? It's so different, and so for a lot of us, we don't have to. So I think the the thing is that we've lost such a creativity because we just got lazy. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't really need it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That um. That that everything is kind of done for you. So. Mhm. Yeah, it's pre-processed, and yeah. and so, I feel like what we're doing is we're saying no to that pre-processed life, mm-hmm. and you say no because the benefits are so amazing. I mean, who doesn't want the opposite of stress? Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> wait, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you won't, won't have stress in your right. life, but it means right. that the way that it, the, the way it, it, it takes over your body is different. Yeah. It's you another know? way. It's another opportunity. Yeah. It's another outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and judging from the various studies that are out there, it's a pretty darn good one. You know that uh, that it that engaging with your creative self will only help you. It o- it's only benefits to be had. Oh, that's it. <laughs> there it is. Only benefits. <laughs> so, um, along with the wonderfulness of getting a shoulder rub, <laughs> um, it's probably a good idea to uh, you know break out some art supplies or your knitting needles or your instrument 
and or your cupcake batter. That's right, your cupcakes got to make got to get that cupcakery going. <laughs> Some vegan cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're still looking for that person. That's right. That's right. hasn't uh, hasn't opened yet nearby. So, uh, um, yeah. So you know, maybe you parasail. I don't know, but. Um, whatever it is. It looked pretty amazing it to me. It pretty amazing. Like rainbows in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody made those. Somebody figured out how to hook one up and jump off a rock and yeah. float in the sky. Like, that's pretty that's amazing. That's pretty amazing. It's certainly not the kind of thinking I engage in very regularly. I don't think, <laughs> you know what would be cool if I jumped off this and floated? Who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe. Maybe one day. Well, and until that day, we uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Alter to the Muse. We'll put the link to the study in the in the notes. Yeah, and maybe some links to um, vagal nerve, uh, so that you can or the vagus nerve, so that you can research that too. That's yeah, that's it. So until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you. You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.